Oh my gosh. So sorry to jump back in on this because we've gotten way off track. <laughs> um, Vishen Lakani, we're back to him. Welcome back to Sex with Ghosts podcast. I'm Molly, and I'm here today with Bridget and our special guest, Beanie. Today, we are continuing our story about Jose Silva, his Jose Silva mind control method, which was later changed to the Silva method, and subsequent Silva Ultramind method. Please join our story already in progress about a man named Vishen Lakiani who had learned the Silva method as a young person and then later on in life come back to learn the Silva Ultramind method and how it changed his life. He becomes an amazing seller at this product he doesn't care about because he uses the Silva Ultramind system. So... Instead of continuing on his path to sell things that he does not care about, he instead leaves his job. He becomes a Silva Method coach. I feel like you could compare this to Dale Carnegie. Mm. Like, I'm learning how to be a salesperson, how to pretend like I don't give a shit. I get really good at it. And now I can go into more philanthropic or like mm. more personal goals. Yeah, that does make sense. But because he's a computer engineer, that's what he got his degree with in Michigan. Otherwise known as a nerd. Yes. He's able to build a website, which makes it easier for people to join his Silva method classes. How is the Silva family okay with this? Oh, because that's what the Silva family was selling at the point. But, I mean, they hire him? He joins them? Because he's pitching their product. Yeah, technically it is kind of MLME in that yeah. aspect because it's like they, like, allow you to teach the class and then you make money from the class. Okay, and you must be sending them a check. Well, yeah, I don't think it's like, it's not quite an MLM because I think you only have to buy the shit once. Like, it's not like you have to keep shoveling money back to them. Yeah, I mean, those kids weren't really that bright. Their one skill was being able to know what dumb questions their dad was going to ask them. Well, and also, I didn't quite explain this part, but Jose Silva, one of his original goals, or at least this is what the Silva Method people say, was that he felt so blessed that he was able to have this very successful electronics repair business. And he wanted to know why some people were successful and other people weren't. Hmm. So by teaching this method, he wanted to even the playing field, so to speak, allow everyone to tap into this potential of your brain that wasn't being accessed. That's kind of the difference between him and maybe a lot of other people is it is a little bit more altruistic than some of the others. He's believing his bullshit. He's believing his bullshit, yes. Since Vision is a engineer, he's able to build his own website, and then people, this is when the internet's blowing up, so people flock to his Silva Method seminars. It's like one of three websites. You can go to yahoo.com, americaonline.com, and vision.com. And um, so... Other Silva method, Silva instructors are like, Vision, please help us. And then the Silva Ultramind people come to him and say, Vision, please help us. So he's able to combine it all into one Ultramind website, which is huge at the time. That's so interesting that that is the early internet. Because I feel like 
my memories of the early internet were like so much more boring and also perverted because it was like you went in chat rooms and talked to strangers and everyone lied about who they are and what they were doing. But that was because we were kids. Like if we had been <laughs> like if we, I knew adults that did that. Well, I remember going to my uncle's house and he was like, I have AOL.com. I like to pretend I'm other people. I think that's what put the seed in my brain was like, oh, oh yeah, you could go in there and lie. Oh, no. This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah, learn it from somewhere. But, you know, some people were looking to improve themselves. Yeah, I've not, not, still should not go there first, but I get it. I get it. So then the original Silva method people come to him. So he is not only doing the Ultramind side of the Silva family, but he's also doing the original Silva mind. And he branches over any <laughs> sort of what? We just put in a drink order. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> With our nice. server. I thought you I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is she doing? So That's funny. <laughs> Mike keeps coming in and out and he he checks the window when he comes in and I was like, well, we're sitting here with empty drinks. I'm coming in clutch though. Do you need to make a drink? Yes. Go make a drink. Okay, I'll be back. So everyone's coming into vision. Yes. And he has a website. And he has a website. And the other Silva people are like, help us. Help us. Help us. I looked and looked and looked, but I could not find a single thing about any sort of controversy because I thought this was just ripe for it, right? Oh, so he has good PR. Yes, he has very good PR. He's probably the original, um, what's it called? The metric that you, the Google metric? SEO? Yeah, he was probably the original Load SEO the guy. SEO. Yep. So he did end up helping the Silva people. And now anyone who is a teacher of this, either the Silva method or the Silva Ultramine method, if they're talking to a reporter or generally, they will never say anything bad about the other system. Most of them just say, you should do both. They are different. The Silva method and the Silva Ultramine method. Yes. Okay, why do you think that there's, do you think that this really is wholesome? Or do you think maybe it's less messy because it's not a cult, really? What do, you, what do you think their secret is? I don't know. And I, I think, I guess, I guess my best guess is that the Silva method people are making enough money with their original Silva method that they don't need the Ultramind. And the Ultramind people are making enough money that they don't need the Silva Method people. And so they're both fine. Okay. Question. Question. Mm -hmm. How, okay, what are all the ways they make money? Will you just explain that to me? Thanks. Yes. No, that's a, that's a very good question. It is mostly just from these tapes, seminars, and selling the materials for people to become coaches to teach it themselves. Okay. So it's like for, for me to understand, it's like they're improv teachers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That makes sense. Actually. You could, you could do this on your own. Right. Then they go teach stuff they've learned from their instructor, yada, yada, so on and so on and so on forth so on and so forth um okay and wait how much money do we think they're making is it a lot or is it just yeah, like a know, normal like how much do people curious. pay for these classes it's not that much especially after we've done the mlm thing like we're talking about like 200 dollars, which i mean is not a little but it's yeah. not like 
we're not talking about more for improv classes. Yes, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. man, threw away a lot of time in my life. <laughs> no way. And full disclosure, I have purchased the ability to use the Silva method. What? But you fell in? So, did you do this while you were doom scrolling? Or did you do this recently? Tell me everything. So the reason I did it was not for this. <laughs> and I didn't even realize. So you don't have to worry about your Patreon money. <laughs> no, no. It, but also, Matthew, if you're listening to this, it was, not, <laughs> it was not because I wanted to learn the Silva Ultramind method. It was because I wanted to learn about becoming... Uh, this is, this is going to sound all equally stupid, but... Oh, Molly's getting vulnerable. Yes, this is me being <laughs> vulnerable. I wanted to learn how to become indistractable. Oh. I think that... I know you feel stupid saying that, but I think that is very common for most people. Yeah. Like, I hear a lot of people our age talk about, like, how, how they wish they could just focus on a thing, and they can't. And I do have to say that I have learned a whole bunch about that. And that is way more uh, straightforward and not woo-woo-y. The Silva or learning how to not be distracted? Woo-woo-y? What's woo-woo-y? Uh, this. <laughs> like woo-woo is like hey, when, you know. when it's a little unconventional. And it, woo- sure. and it could turn into a lot of... Like, so like once you start talking to aliens, you're talking woo-woo. Right, right, right. Like- I think we talked about during your probably Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, but that was that was a while ago. That was a yeah, while ago. it was. It was. I don't. I don't remember. And so this, you buy access to uh, like all of the courses, like this list of courses. So I have access to this Silva method. Do you have lifetime access or something? No, no, just a year. Oh, okay. So I do not plan on continuing this access i'm why not because because i'm i'm actually i have thought about this because the idea of this website which is it's called mind valley is that they will continuously provide you with informative content so you can be a lifelong learner but to me i feel like they've already reached the end of the really good teacher providing value place and the continuing on is going to be diluted versions of yeah it's like taking classes at groundlings in la or taking classes at second city yes you can only you can only (laughs) it's it's kind of like well therapy too like this is how i think about therapy like I can learn a lot from any therapist, but at some point I'm not going to be learning anything more from them. I've gotten what I need from them. I'm going to move on and do something else. I think that makes sense. But I mean, I do have good things to say about the indestructibility program. So is is the is still now like for instance like the stuff they give you like that you have access uh, to is that mainly still about teaching yourself how to like meditate in a way and like learn how to oh that's a good question like wh- what's the crux what's, is it still yeah, what's the program no it's just, it's not it's like so it's branched out from there okay vision lakani made the platform but now it's all sorts of things the other thing that i just like randomly became interested in is learning to have a better memory because I've always complained about my memory. And so their program is teaching you a whole bunch of ways to have a better memory. And Hmm. it is more of just like a, these are things you practice just like anything, just like learning anything. Mm -hmm. And that one's really interesting too. So it's kind of a branded content machine. Yeah. Interesting. But it's maybe not all like, I mean, is it all like uh, woo woo? Or is it some of it's like, oh, okay, sure. Well, I'm sure a lot of it's practical because it's just content. Yes. So, like, 
I would say half and half. Got it. Half of it's really practical. Half of it's like you can manifest the love of your life or whatever. Okay. So they're getting they're getting you from every angle. Yes. Got it. Roger. So back to Vision. Vision is so he's he's dabbled in both the Silva method and the Ultramind method, but now he um, becomes the face of the Silva Ultramind method. If you type it into Google, you will find his website. There is no, I mean, I don't know if he, he probably bought it from the nephews or whatever. He's the guy. So he's still alive too. Fishing is yes. Okay. And he's quite young. This was not like, uh, or not young, but. <laughs> like he started young. So he's not as old as you'd think he would be. Yeah. But it is interesting that if you go to the Silva Method website, they don't mention the Ultramind website. So it is two separate groups of people. Hmm. Interesting. But if you're part of the Ultramind, is that what you're part of? It's Ultramind? Yeah. So you don't really have access to the actual Silva? No. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did look, and that, that's about the same. It's a little less because it's presumably less content. It's just one program instead. I think it was like 179 or something like that. In case anyone's curious. I will get to some skepticism later, so don't go rush out and buy it, please. I was going to say, what makes you believe in this more than the other guy who made the cheat codes? I do not. Well, I don't not, but that's actually a good question because right now I'm going to go into the, how it works. Okay. Um, kind of ish. So this is the simplified version of what we're talking about. And we kind of talked about it already, but this is just like more expanded in the modern life. We exist in the beta frequency, which we talked about is when you're awake, conscious, you have the five senses, you're seeing things, you're touching them, time is moving forward in a normal way. It is measured by the EKG machine, which measures your brain waves. But supposedly there are indigenous cultures who exist in i don't know exactly if, uh, if this is the right term to use but they are polyphasic which means that they conduct themselves in multiple phases as opposed to us supposedly what like they have a perception yes it's starting to feel like other dimensiony it's a it is a little bit like that hmm. so vision likens it to and this is according to him that these indigenous cultures exist no they do exist like they actually okay. do exist okay okay but it's according to him that it is related to this phenomenon sure so there's the achuar tribe in the rainforest of brazil and they are an example of a dream tribe which communicates with each other within the tribe in dreams. Hell yeah, okay. So a common practice of this group is that they wake up at 4 a.m. and they talk about the messages that came to them in dreams. Whoa. And that's because when you wake up, and when you're going to sleep, that's the time when your brain is using those non-beta, like that's the alpha or the theta waves in your brain, according to the scientists and vision. But not only does this tribe just more communicate about their dreams and believe them to be more important than our modern society, they also communicate through their dreams 
And we know this because when they are across the rainforest, they're supposedly able to communicate because these people don't have cell phones or any other way to communicate with each other. So presumably the idea would be that needing to be connected with your tribe without cell phones leads you to be able to communicate through dreams. Whoa. So when they have like one of those dreams where it's like your SO is cheating on you, they're not fucking around. They're like, you were cheating on me, you dumb bitch. Yes. But I also have a feeling it is more about like uh, the intuition thing where it's like, oh, yeah. Hey, since we're across the rainforest, I need to be much more in tune with the way our. You're laying pipe because I'm across the rainforest and you like to lay pipe. (sighs) Makes sense. Right. Huh. In our practice, for our purposes, we know that meditation is moving from the beta state frequency to the alpha state. And just for the record, in case anyone wants numbers, the beta frequency is 14 to 21 cycles, which are the up, down, up, down, up, down per second. And then an alpha state is 7 to 14s. The alpha state, which is the meditation state, is called the center, which is why Jose Silva called it centering yourself. These are going to the alpha state, which is the center, which is not technically the center. Interesting. But People say that all the time. Yep. Center yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And supposedly that is related to the brain frequencies. Okay, wait, one more time if this was covered, my bad. But this frequency thing isn't just a tool that the Silva thing was using. That's an actual, like, scientists all around. That's how they call that stuff. Yes, okay. exactly. Yep. Thank you. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then the alpha state is also supposedly the mental world. So when you're in your meditation state, you're not perceiving the physical world. You're not using taste, touch, sight, smell, blah, blah, blah. Um, there is less... It's less about time. It is more subjective. That's where you're starting to get some sort of ESP or what was the word I used? Intuition. Oh, yeah. So then slowing down further is a four to seven cycles per second. And it's the theta frequency, which is associated with strong psychic abilities. Supposedly, if you're able to exist in the theta frequency you're able to develop your psychic abilities and then the delta state even further is supposedly the place where you connect with higher intelligence Hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. but most people just sleep because it is deep sleep it's interesting though I guess because I would say that's the common theme of doing alternative religion stuff is always like you have to be in some sort of trance or relaxed state of mind for these supernatural things to happen. But it also seems like if you're in a relaxed state of mind, you're also going to be more susceptible to what is happening. Yes. And I think that probably is part of the reason why I might be more interested in this is just that it has some sort of scientific connection, but also a spiritual one, which is where like I kind of exist in this idea that like, yeah, maybe all of these spiritual things do exist. Like it's pretty science, that kind of thing. Yeah. But to uh, be completely fair, in 1993, another brain frequency was discovered. Oh. This is called the gamma frequency. And this is when the brain is moving above 21 cycles per minute. Ooh. 
So, what when does do, that mean? When do we use that? Yeah. Only monks that have been meditating for decades are able to achieve this frequency. No. Whoa, brother. Come on. Supposedly. But it is interesting That's that they found it because that means that Alpha is actually the center, which is really interesting. Well, only if everybody was calibrated that way. Well, yes, that is a good point, too. Yes. And also, like, I don't think we really have the data to back up most of this. Like, scientists see, like, found this extra frequency, but that they don't know what it means. Like, it's still... Yeah, we don't have an actual definition, but no. for somebody who is creating a mind cult, this is, like, further proof that the stuff you've been... Pitchin has some legs. Yes, but also it's further proof, but it also can fuel the skeptics as well. Yeah, I think that's fair. So now we're gonna we're gonna head into the skepticism. You mean to tell me that people don't buy into this? <laughs> they don't. They don't. But I have to say that modern day people are much better at deflecting this including vision because he is really i think you said it right when he's just like so what did you say you said like marketing the marketing is super good like he's not gonna talk bad about the silva method even though he's the face of the ultramind method and he admits that his explanation is simplified and talks about this extra frequency that wasn't involved when the Silva method was. Yes. So he tries to be like, hey, I'm hip and cool. And uh, I acknowledge these potential. Because, yeah, a true cult leader would be like, no, we knew about this the whole time. (laughs) Yes, exactly. There are no surprises. And he'd be like, I don't know. You never talked about it before. (laughs) So good on him. He seems... I would I would buy into his shit. Right, right. Um, so now we come to a man named James Randy. And he, according to him, this is according to him as well, mm-hmm. has an international re- reputation as a magician and escape artist. Does he have a membership at the Magic Castle in L.A.? Because if he doesn't, I don't know if I believe any of his skills. I don't know, but I will tell you a little bit more about him. Is he <laughs> friends with Neil Patrick Harris? Is that the right order? In 1975, by special request of the First Lady Betty Ford, Randy appeared at the White House to entertain the children of foreign diplomats for the holidays. Now, was she sober at this time? <laughs> I have no idea. She you know, yeah, the Betty Ford Center, bro. Hold on. I didn't even. Oh, my God. Bridget, you read my mind. In 1977, <laughs> he was nominated as the Visiting Magician of the Year by the Academy of Magical Arts and Sciences at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. My intuition's naturally very high, been? and I haven't even done the Silva Method. Have you been at the Magic Castle? No, I want to go. Wait, what? so what is it? I'm pretty much enlightened. Um, so in West Hollywood... There is this manor that you could pay money to go to. So you could be invited. If you're invited, you don't have to pay for anything or something is what I've heard. But if you're not invited, you can actually buy tickets to go. And I've been wanting to go since we like moved here. Wow. And there's a really good video. And maybe I'll put it on Instagram if someone reminds me of Christina Hendricks. On her Instagram, she did an Instagram story, and I think I somehow recorded it, where she's talking shit about the Magic Castle because she really? was a Magic Castle nerd. Wow. And they wouldn't let Christian Soriano in because he wasn't wearing a suit. And she's like, do you know who the fuck this is? <laughs> and so she like went on face or on Instagram to be like, I'm never coming back here. And she was like no. the hot girl nerd, you know? Hey. So it's like... Wow, this is some real drama for these no people. But and then Neil Patrick Harris for like a decade was like their their most senior magician. Like I guess it's a position. NCH is a magician. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's a magician. And the only reason what? he stopped 
or had to give it up was because he moved to New York and you have to like live in LA to hold the title. I did not know that. What the actual F? Wow. It's a real deal, Lucille. Real deal, Lucille, baby. So um, I guess he does really have the international reputation as a magician and escape artist. Yeah, I've got the magic castle. I'm, I'm back in. There we go. But today, he's best known as the world's most tireless investigator and demystifier of paranormal and pseudoscientific claims. He wait, he wasn't like the masked musician, musician, magician, was he? I don't think so. But I could be wrong. Man, the magic community really was pissed at that guy. Oh no! You remember he had like the show on Fox where he revealed how all the magic tricks were done. I did not know that, but that's really fucked up. No, he's much more fucked up. What's that like? Yeah, hypo. You know, like how doctors have the Hippocratic whatever oath. Hypo Hippocratic Hippocratic Hippocratic. Thanks, Molly. Well, don't. I mean, you got to have some kind of oath, right? As a magician. Can't the be magician's oath. You never tell. Come yeah, on. you never tell. That's Seems the whole oath. Joe it's like Booth a fraternity handshake. Yeah. You just don't <laughs> ever tell. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we saw we saw Leah's ska cat today. Oh, size there. I was like, hey, no, Mike said so. That's how you know. It's maybe true. that's maybe. <laughs> He has a knife, but we saw her first and then he came out and I go, did you see her? And he was like, yeah, maybe from Arrested Development. We were all like, how cool is that? <laughs> like three millennial dorks. Yeah, <laughs> it is. God, that was the greatest show, though. So good. Oh, so good. Only it was like, what, three seasons? Yeah, four, actually, technically. Oh, sure. That last one was weak, though. Last two were wasn't, wasn't there two on Netflix and two on was there two there was yeah only one like uh, either one. way <laughs> we could really get off the rails on yes <laughs> really get off the rails this is now an Arrested Development hey! podcast welcome <laughs> we are recapping nothing about the show other than we like it <laughs> it was good though I I don't know maybe someday we'll recap it and be like oh this didn't hold up but not no it today. does today is not that day. <laughs> Itch. 2023 is not that year <laughs> well we could always never mind anyway moving on for his um support of the most tireless investigator and demystifier of paranormal and pseudoscientific claims he cites the fellowship from the john d and catherine t MacArthur foundation for his work oh you know that's real because they sponsor all the npr stuff they do indeed and um he did expose it this is uh he was awarded this because he exposed tv evangelist healers and psychics such as yuri geller was that the spoon guy spoon guy (laughs) spoon guy he said he could like boon, bend spoons with his mind, but he just like rubbed them until they were malleable enough to bend. Yes, I, I believe that's true. You got a spoon guy and a contest queen. Eh? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of scam artists. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's what I said when we started this. It's like adjacent to MLM, but not quite. Yeah. But for our purposes, he wrote a 1995 book called An Encyclopedia of Claims, Frauds, Hoaxes, and the Occult. Mm -hmm. Hold on. An Encyclopedia of Claims, Frauds, Hoaxes of the Occult and Supernatural. What what was the title, Molly? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of an awkward title, to be honest. I, I find it awkward. Oh, man. I'm just playing. So it is literally an encyclopedia. It's uh, James Randi did publish it, but then make it public later on. I think in like six years later or something in 2001, he published it on the Internet. So you can find it if you want to read about it. But you literally go down A, B, C, D, E. You go to S, you find the Silva method. And this is what he has to say about it. Mm. Ooh. Quote, 
a system developed by Jose Silva, 1914 to blank, because he hadn't died by then, Mm. that claims to develop improved memory, learning ability, and paranormal powers like telepathy. Much of the course consists of visiting absent persons imagined by students and performing diagnoses on them. No tests of the validity of this practice have been done. Such tests are discouraged by the teachers of the system. Yeah, tell me when people get telekinesis. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think telepathy is a hard one to test. But to ke- telekinesis, you can, you can test that. Yes, you definitely can. And then I also found a an entry in the Skeptics Dictionary by Robert Todd Carroll, which was established in 1994. And he has a few more words for the Silva method. He believes that the Silva method is based on notions about the split brain work of Roger Sperry. Hmm. Silva like many others, latched onto the split brain model and appears to have modified it to his own purposes. And this is like the left brain, right brain ideas. And supposedly, according to Robert Todd Carroll, nearly everything Silva said about the brain is wrong, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think that he was working with the science at the time, and it is technically wrong, but it's also like, I don't think Silva was like, this is it. I've cracked the code. He was just trying to use what science. Yeah, he was like this, I'm using what vernacular we have now to describe what is happening. That's, yeah, that's my thoughts. Which honestly, doesn't mean he's wrong, but it does largely demystify it. Yes. You can't really be talking about something mystical, I don't think, if it doesn't hold up. I think I I agree with that. But Robert Todd Carroll does recommend for those searching for a cheaper method of improving your mind, which I get, I totally get the skeptic article our argument that like if it were like this is a thousand dollars to blah 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 like but cheaper than two like two hundred dollars like yeah i mean maybe we're in 2023 it's a little different but i mean it's the same cost of eggs yeah yeah, right (laughs) i think i would be more skeptical if it was like people were price gouging you or if you had to like mortgaging their their house, over or there. yeah, mortgaging your house, extending your credit limit, yeah, putting in a contract that you're signing away all of your thousand, like your lifetimes for the next thousand years. Exactly. You know what? But two hundred bucks can make or break people sometimes. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, but if two hundred dollars is going to make or break you, do not put it towards something like the silver master. True, and they probably aren't. Yeah, they're probably putting it. That is definitely the key. Like, it shouldn't be preying on people who do not have $200. And that is really the main um, important part of this. But in case you do not want to spend the $200, uh, Robert Todd Carroll has a recommendation. The Conceptual Block Busting by James L. Adam. Hmm. And this is just a book that talks about visualization and using logic and language as the key to solve problems quickly and effectively. So he says that this skips over the step of using your subconscious to reach the problem solving, which is what the Silva method is doing. It's at least that's what they think they're doing. Right. Like it's they're like building the foundation in the part of your brain that is automated. Yes. But he says, no, actually, you can just skip that step and move into the actual problem solving faster. Yeah, I think both can be right. Yeah, I think so. 
problem solving. I mean, that's essentially what this whole thing is. You're problem solving whatever thing it is you need to fix. Yep. Whether, like in Molly's case, it's distraction. Memory, whatever. Or Vision's case, selling crap. It seems different, though. But, but I mean, I think in, in also Vision's case, like, he received these benefits. Like, so he is one of the, like, if you believe in your selling something, it's a little bit different than being a scam artist. Right. Well, especially, but in a capitalist economy, it's survival. Right. But then I noticed something about him. Uh-oh. Well, no, like, this is not a bad thing. Wait, which guy? Uh, Vision. Okay. So he lives in... Oh, so actually I just found something that also kind of contradicts what I was saying. But just to be clear, um, so Vision, he grew up in Malaysia. He's, he spent a lot of time in the U.S., but now he lives in Estonia. And Random. what? Yes. So at first I thought, oh, this is really interesting because he's living in a country which has a much lower cost of living than the United States. Well, what is Estonia? Is it like part of the old USSR? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like by uh, Latvia, Lithuania. Okay. Right. Yes. So my thought at first was like, he's not like a cult leader because cult leaders would be like, I'm going to live in New York City or, you know, San I Francisco. I live where the money's at. Right. Yes. But he instead is, you know, being more like practical about this. Well, on tax forms. Well, well, sure, sure. But actually, he married an Estonian woman, so that's why he's actually. Oh, married. okay, so, okay. We all <laughs> have. It's actually unrelated. That so he actually went there to move there for her. Oh, but that's still like. I mean, how's that different from any other green card marriage? Like, I mean, maybe they really are in love and stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was financial benefits to running your little skim scam and then. Your place of residence on paper is Estonia, but you could be anywhere in the world at any time. Well, that's true. You're registered in Florida. How often right. do you go to Florida? <laughs> hey, we go to Florida plenty. And also that's part, <laughs> that's a legal thing. But anyway, hold on. <laughs> so he married this Estonian woman before he was a successful businessman. So it was true love. Right. Um, so... He was raised Hindu in a Muslim country. So this is like spiritually he is having some issues. The Estonian woman is from the Lutheran faith. So, you know, he's having difficulties with that as well. Like mm -hmm. things are things are going crazy. Um, and then in 2003, he when traveling abroad, arrives at JFK airport and has been added to the Muslim watch list because he grew up in Malaysia, which is the, oh, it, like, a, yes, he has a quite a crazy history. And then like his children are like this mixed racial children. And, and then like, eventually he actually gets a divorce. But I believe oh. that's why he's still living in Estonia, because that's where his children are. So he might actually be a good dad. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I think I think that's true. Wow, interesting. <sighs> yes. But it is a complicated story. Sounds messy. It is messy, I believe. Yeah. But um if if the listeners want me to do more about the Silva method, I'm Definitely going to take the course. The dedication Molly has for this podcast. Well, no, the, just out of curiosity, I'm taking it. Um, but. Are you going to try to do all the things they tell you to do? I don't know, because I haven't been very good about the learning. <laughs> the uh, improving your memory course. Mm. 
assigns like so much homework and i'm like i'm just gonna homework's hard yeah yeah it is mike and i were talking about that recently like how anything with homework you're like why am i doing this yeah and i'm better with the the focus one because that's the reason why i joined it in the first place and i see more benefit can you think of off the top of your head like one piece of the like to have a to have a better memory like what's one thing they have you do or practice or what's the homework all right uh let's uh we're gonna record this as a bonus for our sex with ghosts okay back to the episode hey uh. hey <laughs> nothing happened unless you're a patreon yes yeah. so uh what do you guys have to uh say about the silver method i'm in I want you to go on this journey and I want you to report back. I will. I think I will. What do you think, Beanie? Are you going to buy a book? I probably would not, but I wouldn't That's really fair. buy any books by anybody for anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Beanie is not into self-improvement. Well, yeah, that's that's my question. Like, are you just not really a self-improvement kind of person or? I I think, no, I'm always about like, I mean, I think we're always growing and learning as people and you're always learning stuff about yourself. And I think I've tried to, I don't know. I just am not, I've never in my life been, um, what's the word, um, attracted to or like feel like I've never gravitated towards outside books or things or theories or I like to try to like, like a self-help thing. I've just never been attracted to that. Genuinely. You're not a miserable person. No. <laughs> that that probably helps because like Bridget and I, you know, we have yeah, our, we're miserable. <laughs> we we have our bouts of depression. So we're a real bummer. <laughs> no, no. No. Well, you know, that's a thing. I mean, sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys bum people out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, it's fine. Sure, I get. I mean, if that's what you say, you guys don't seem. You know, you're so fun. Well, we play fun on TV. Yeah, you guys are podcasts. Fun. Yeah, but I'm with you a lot, and you're fun all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm this guy. Yeah, it's true. Gosh dang, true. Still, that's the thing. Thank you for doing that research, but it seems like it was part of maybe your indoctrination. Yes, it was. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> it wasn't. I did purposely look at the Silva method for this podcast. It was not because they made you do it. Yes. <laughs> but I thought this was the most woo woo of all the things. So I was like, ah, oh, of course I have to cover this. Yeah, mm. but it's I think it makes sense. I think you're right about like the vernacular because nothing. I mean, unless this guy somehow paid really good money to keep his pervertedness under wraps which is right. very possible there's still every day someone's name is on the list but yes this feels safer than scientology so you you get a thumbs up from me that's what i think too i don't know anything about scientology so it's not good gary. <laughs> that's her dad's name um, <laughs> and we have a gary listener it's that's, not good gear it's not good gear <laughs> But, um, but where? Oh no! Before we get to our own uh, plugs, do, does Beanie have anything to plug today? Oh, thanks for asking, Molly. I do not. Just sex with ghosts, the podcast. Hey, <laughs> sweet. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, how about you, Bridget? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. Although I haven't been posting at all, I think if. I'm going to be honest with everyone here. I think I have given up on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I have heard increasingly bad things about Twitter. There's outages and Elon Musk is forcing people to listen to his tweets and it's just bad. Yeah. It's a bad no one, time all around. No one's using the platforms like they used to. No. Like it used to be like a wild west of here's something fun and entertaining. And now I feel like when I post something... It's like, am I doing this for validation? I don't like it. But you can still find me and try to connect with me that way at bridge underscore suck it. How about you? Yeah, you can also do that. Like, if you DM me, I'll, I'll pay attention to you. Or you yeah, can use you true. at me. 
right? So, so that's still a possibility at Molly MM9. Still on Mastodon? I am still on Mastodon, Instagram. Um, oh, I was going to say, <laughs> the, the U.S. government could be shutting down TikTok. So. Oh, they've been saying that for like two years now. But now they actually have proof that the Chinese are using it as a spy vehicle. <laughs> well, God, of course, say, oh, like we're not using Instagram in the same way. Yeah, Come on. That, that's fair. They have a better algorithm. So I'm going to keep using it while it's legal. <laughs> see what happens when it becomes illegal. So wait, if Instagram's a doom scroll, then what's the TikTok? Is that a doom scroll? I don't think it's a doom scroll because you know why? This is my theory. Instagram is the millennial yeah. platform. And millennials are always like, oh, everything's sad and shitty. So you can only really doom God. scroll on Instagram. TikTok is for Gen Z. And even millennials on TikTok, such as myself, is like, yeah, this is the Gen Z platform. But I love it. I'm not doom scrolling. I'm just finding the things that I like. And if the Chinese government wants to take that, that's fine. Because all I want is more pleasure. And that's all I'm getting from this. Okay, I love that. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you make it your life. Some people make it their life. That's a that's a, a program. Well, you gotta go to a 12 step. It's just a matter of balancing your screen time with everything else. So it doesn't really matter. There's the wisdom. Thanks, Mama <laughs> Beanie. <laughs> Y'all be careful out there. <laughs> um, you can find us at sex with ghosts underscore or sex with ghosts podcast at gmail.com. Maybe we'll move back to email. Who knows? Who knows? Glad we didn't get the podcast on TikTok. You know, we got we got a bonus episode out of this episode. So if you want to hear that, you can go to patreon.com slash sex with ghosts and get some of our other bonuses with Beanie as well. And if you can't, that's maybe not something you can do right now. You can also show support by giving us a five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Super helpful. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it was super fun. Thank you, Beanie. Always fun. All right. Adios. Bye. Bye.